Welcome back in, Randos, to Phantom at Random. Mother's Edition. <laughs> Yo, Ma. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome in, everybody. Brian, welcome back. From the quarantine table. I know. Still still so far away, Brian. You need to come back to the I studio know. soon. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm guessing I'm putting a timetable at maybe two episodes from now. I'm thinking. Ho- hoping. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to do something cool when you get back. But welcome, everyone, to the Phantom at Random podcast. Uh, I'm Ed. This is Brian. And we're happy to have you. And it's a very, it's a very special day, isn't it, Brian? It sure is. All the women that uh, brought all us lame dudes into existence <laughs> need to be celebrated. <laughs> yeah, so happy Mother's Day to all the moms, the grandmothers, the great-grandmothers, and all the amazing women out there. And speaking of mothers, little sneak peek, but we've got a great top 10 ranking in today's episode. We're going to be covering some of what I would, I think what we would both consider to be some of the most caring, nurturing, badass intelligent and slightly homicidal moms throughout all fictional fandoms so i'm excited about it i'm excited about it but as always brian we've got some news to cover let's get right into the news at random man let's get it It's a news at random. It's a news at, at, at random. <laughs> so, um, we kind of we kind of pivoted a little bit. Originally, this episode was going to be about our first news topic here, but uh, Xbox. So Microsoft came out and they did an Xbox Series X, kind of a a sneak peek, if you will, one of their first kind of dipping their toe in letting some of this information to come out and show some of these next-gen games that are coming out. So we were going to focus on that for an entire episode, but we said, you know what? No, Mother's Day. That's what we want to do. Yeah. But I still want to talk about that event. It was roughly 30, 35 minutes long, and I thought it was i thought it was pretty good. What did you think about it? Yeah, I mean, um, I think as good as it could be, definitely. You know, since we're not getting... Uh e3 or anything like that i think they brought out everything they could have and yeah so i think it was pretty good definitely yeah and there were i would agree with you because you know they're going to hold off there's going to be bigger announcements in the pipeline this was more so showing what the console can do and what the games are going to quasi look like they kicked it off with that bright memory infinite um kind of cool it's like a hybrid gun and sword type of game Almost like, you know, yeah. uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but that that looked pretty neat. But if I'm not mistaken, this has been out on PC, right? I'd have to go back and I, look. Um, let yeah, me see. Previously I, was announced doing some re- I, I was doing some research on it, and some people were saying this has been out on Steam for a little bit on high-end PCs. So, um, but from what I hear... And from what I've seen, it does look like it could be pretty cool. Yeah, and then they follow that up. Between melee and shooting, yeah. They followed that up with uh, Dirt 5 being announced. And I'll be honest, I didn't think it looked that good, man. Nah, I mean, Dirt 5 is kind of like one of those niche games, but uh, like, like the, I expected more. The graphics, yeah. the textures, everything just did not look that great to me. I'm, 
I'm watching it. I'm like, it, mean, just, it didn't scream next gen to me. Well, then, you know, we what we've come to expect from Forza on Xbox, when you look at Dirt 5, it's just like, eh, you know. But you must have been a little excited, though, because you got, I know, one of your favorite genres of games are, are horror, survival horror. I mean, you had Scorn. Yeah. Uh, there was that game Scorn, uh, Cor- mm-hmm. Chorus, uh, The Ascent. Uh, actually, not Ascent so much, but I meant to say The Medium. Um, all like up yeah. horror, like creepy horror, sci-fi games. So it seems like Xbox is kind of jumping on that at launch for a genre. Definitely. I mean, so it's kind of like hit or miss for me because, dude, even though I'm obsessed with horror, some first-person horror games I can't play. They just absolutely scare the shit out of me too much. Like Outlast, <laughs> I tried to play that. I couldn't make it through the fucking game because I just... It scared me too much. I don't know. It's something about playing first person in a horror game that throws me off. Dude. So some of these, while they look badass, I might have to hold off. <laughs> Dude, what about those games, uh, the VR first person in horror? I don't know how people yeah, do no. that. No, I couldn't. No, I'd have a heart attack. Like, <laughs> I'd need seven Xanax just to put on a mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they also talked about um, you had Madden FL 21 get announced, which whatever, it's another Madden game. Um, yeah. Kind of I mean, a cool thing, on. though. They're talking about, um, I'm trying to see what they're calling it here. Uh, we'll get we'll get to it soon. But essentially, if you if you get Madden NFL 21 on like the PS4 or the Xbox One, um, they yeah. give you the game for free on the Xbox One X. They're doing that with quite a few games. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, yeah. To me, some of the games that stood out for me personally in this whole thing, it was Vampire the Masquerades, Bloodlines 2. Looks kick-ass. I mean, I think graphically, um, it, it just looks very cool. I love the theme. Did you ever play the first Vampire Masquerade? I haven't. I've seen a lot about it, but I actually haven't played it myself. Yeah, very cool. Um, Quasi-action RPG game. Strictly with a very kind of neat vampire lore to it, vampire powers, you can go different directions, so that looks cool. The biggest one for me, the biggest surprise, you know, I'm I'm a big anime and manga fan anyway, but uh, Scarlet, yes, Nex- Scarlet Nexus was announced. If you haven't seen the trailer, hop on YouTube. It's, it's yep. anime as hell, man. It's coming out from Bandai Namco, which, you know, Bandai Namco, they've done all of the, uh, the Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm series games, which I love. But this this looks fucking cool, man. I, I really... I, yeah, I mean, I'm not like a huge anime fan, and I don't know if I'll play it or not, but the trailer made it look fucking really cool. Yeah, because yeah, the second I watched it, I, I sent it to you. I'm like, dude, check this out. But um, Yeah, the, the monsters themselves have this like really horror-slash-beauty type mix to them. Like, they're flowers with really creepy arms coming out of them. I don't know. It looked like a really cool mix, you know? So we're also getting a new Yakuza game. Yakuza Like a Dragon. Saw some of that gameplay. That yep. that looks pretty cool. And, I mean, kind of the, the keynote ending it, but we've already seen a, a, a visual trailer. We got to see some quasi-gameplay, but Assassin's Creed so, Valhalla. Yeah, I'm looking... Dude, I am everything Vikings. Like, if I could go back in time and be, be a Viking and rape, pillage, and just destroy, I would. <laughs> um, and yeah, we got. Let's start calling you Ragnar Taylor. Yeah, just call me Ra- Ragnar, son of Ragnar. But uh, 
like I said, major air quotes, we got gameplay trailer because it was a glorified thematic trailer. You could tell it might have been gameplay from angles we'll never see in the game. Either way, this game looks like it's going to be completely badass. Now, I'm psyched as hell for this. Yeah, and that feature I was talking about earlier in reference to Madden NFL 21, it's actually called the Smart Delivery Feature. So it's going to yeah. it's going to comprise many, many games. Uh, so if you do decide to stick with current gen for a while and you buy them, when you finally do get your Xbox, um, the Xbox next gen, you'll get the game yep. for free through this smart delivery feature. Pretty much you'll load it up. It'll see you already bought it on your profile. Bing, bang, boom. You're good to go. Uh, most of the games are covered, man. So, I mean, that, that yeah, was about it. Go ahead. The biggest one is um, CD Projekt Red's uh, Cyberpunk 2077. They yep. said they were doing it. So, you know, they're doing some big games with that. So that's going to be sweet. So they they closed this event out, and they already hinted that there's going to be a, a big July event. A big, big July yeah. event, which would make sense in lieu of E3 not happening. And they said that's where all the, the big boys are going to come out to play. That's when you're going to get the Halo Infinite gameplay. You're probably going to get some kind of Gears of War announcement. They're going to look at some of their unique IPs because uh, Microsoft they they need they need to come out swinging that big old you know during this generation because because PS4 PS4 slapped them this last gen. Yeah, they crushed the last gen, and um, dude, I mean they have the hardware, but really they need to focus on the games because that's where PS4 got them. You know. All right, so we got. That, that pretty much covers that. If you want to, you know, hop on YouTube, you can watch it again. about a 30-minute event, but some some kind of cool stuff in there. I'm still excited for the next gen, unless coronavirus, yeah. you know, delays all of it anyway, which it could. Kills everything like it already has. God damn it. Well, Invisible <laughs> enemy from China. From China. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, speaking of killing and dying and all things shitty, I don't know if you saw this, Brian. Rock and roll legend, Little Richard. He's passed away at the yep. age of 87 due to bone cancer. So Oof. his nasty way to go, man. Yeah, his one regret is that he had bonitis. But yeah. yeah, man, it it sucks. I mean, he was he was an absolute legend. I mean, he pioneered so much shit. Like he he changed the entire landscape of music. And I mean, I don't know, Brian, man. We've had some bad luck these past couple weeks. We've discussed multiple celebrities having them kick the bucket. We talked about Rick May, a.k.a. Peppy Hare, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago during Easter. Then, week after that, we talked about Don Schuler and the undefeated Dolphins. He just died. Did you know that Little Richard's hit song, Tutti Frutti, was featured in ter- uh, the terrific 1987 animated film, The Brave Little Toaster? Guess who made that <laughs> film, Brian? That's right. It, it was made by Disney. It was made by Disney. Do you know? Do you know what Disney owns, Brian? Disney owns Star Wars. Yeah, that's Star right. Wars. Star Wars. What, what did we Star just cast Wars. about last week, Brian? I, I don't know. I don't. Oh uh, yeah, we casted about Star Wars. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, if, if you connect the dots from that, I'm pretty sure we killed Little Richard, Brian. All right. Yeah. But okay. Look at the upside of this. Technically, if you connect the dots, we could be defined as Reapers. And who doesn't want to be a fucking reaper? That's badass. That's true. So the way the way I look at it, I'm a reaper. Okay, I'm okay with that. Cool. 
I'm, I'm just convinced <laughs> I'm instead of the death. instead of the death note, we have the death cast, and yeah, you know, I, yeah. I, I I can only imagine what's going to happen this next week, but we'll so we'll see. Any people out there listening to this episode? If you got it, you know, you want a little bit of revenge or you got somebody uh, in your sights, <laughs> go ahead. Send us an email or a text. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do a cast about it. Real, bring up their name real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, putting out bounties on people, we got to lead right into this, man. I, I'm pumped about this news, man. Boba Fett. Yeah. He's coming to The Mandalorian season two. Yeah. And it's and getting season twos. Dude, it's being played by uh, Tamara Morrison. He played Jango Fett and and all the clone troopers in the prequel films. This is freaking yes. awesome, man. It's shaping up to look like a crazy season. I mean, if you had told me a couple years ago that we would get a live-action Mandalorian-themed show that was actually good, and then in season two we're getting live-action Boba Fett and Ahsoka Tano all in one season, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, and then my only worry is so this can all as long as they play it right, this could be the most badass hype season of all. But th- I hope they're not trying to put too much into one little package. As long as they have the writing down and everything, it could be awesome. But if they don't handle it right, it could be too much for one season. So we'll have to see how it goes. I have faith based on the first season, I have faith they can pull it off. But, again, if it's not handled right, it could turn into a little bit of a mess, too, you know? I agree, and I think the one of the advantages they have over other shows where where they introduce a lot of new characters, usually it's within a, a way that these new characters are kind of always there. Yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian and the Child, they're going to be planet hopping. They're going to be jumping here and there. So I'm thinking we're not going to get all of that. We're gonna we're gonna have to worry about that on screen interaction of like a million people at the same time all season. I think each of these yeah, characters exactly. you can kind of sprinkle them in, give them their episodes and their moments, and then kind of move on. And I think yeah. if they I think yeah. if they do that, it can work. But I don't know, man. I'm pumped. I'm finally Boba Fett. You know, live action. It it is now canon that he survived the Sarlacc pit. I can't wait to see how they make his armor look like with the updated. Um, cinematography and the uh, you know the costume designers like I hope they keep it all classic, but just with that special touch of modern, you know. Yeah, and with the with the people being behind the helm after season one, I am very convinced that they're going to go for that the former rather than the latter. They're they're going to keep it classic, but I think put a little oh, bit yeah. of a spit shine on it. Definitely, yeah. But that being said, Brian, any other? Any other news at random you want to cover before we move on to the Phantom Focus? No, I don't think so. Not much going on in the world today yet. All right. Well, it's time. Let's do it. It's here. And this week's Phantom Focus is our consensus top 10 moms of fandom. Fan moms. Fan moms. <laughs> and this this was a tough one, man. There, because we yeah. pretty much what you and I did. We do it when it's a consensus. We do what we normally do. We look at again with it being a pop culture podcast, and we're talking fandom. We looked at everything. I mean, movies, television, video games, uh, comics. I mean, we looked at everything. We tried to pick out like the moms that we were like, all right, yeah. 
you deserve to be on this list for Mother's Day. And we've got right. some good ones. We've got some good ones. So we're gonna oh, yeah. we're Definitely. gonna we're gonna kick it off at top ten, and I'm gonna let you kick this one off, Brian, because this was your oh, pick yeah, making dude. it to the top ten. For number ten, man, I was trying to think of like this one was kind of out of the realm a little bit, but I had to pick it. This is one of my favorite movies. We actually talked about it a few podcasts ago. Almost Famous, Miss Elaine Miller, dude. She brought the humor. Rock stars have kidnapped my son. <laughs> you know, she is like the ultimate conservative, um, straightened arrow mom. But at the same time, she is so freaking funny with her one liners and her conversations with the rock stars. I like she is one of the most memorable mo- mothers in movies for me. And I like I said, half her quotes that she says throughout the movie you just never forget after watching that movie so i had to put her on the list you know yeah no absolutely and you know it's it's a good pick and i'm with you i mean that's up there that's one of my favorite movies ever almost famous. like when she screams out the window don't take drugs it's <laughs> like what in the oh my god mom you know that ultimate embarrassing mom you know so that was number 10 let's move down to number nine and again we're doing our typical worst to first Number, uh, nine, number, nine, number nine, nine was a tie. This was actually the only tie we had on the entire consensus list. But we had your pick, Mary Winchester from Supernatural. Yes. And yes, my yes, pick, yes. Uh, Mrs. Gump from Forrest Gump. Tell me about Mary Winchester, Brian. Dude, Mary Winchester. So, like, if you're a Supernatural fan, which I'm hoping at least some of our listeners out there are, because that's ultimately my favorite fandom at least one of my top three favorite fandoms out there. She is in like the first episode of the series. And then it's just kind of like a background noise for most of the show. Spoilers ahead, by the way, it's almost 10 full. What is it? Like 10, you know? 10 or 11 she seasons. Back. <laughs> Cause she, she doesn't come back yeah. until what? It's, yeah. like, it's almost like season 10, right? I want to say season 12. Maybe I can't off the top of my head. Re- remember but yeah, no you know what comes back so she's like you are right because again not not more spoilers but that's the whole the god versus god sister and it's the end of that yeah, season exactly. where she finally comes back so i think it is like season 12 yeah god sister brings her back i believe and she's the ultimate like um you know the mother who will cook you an apple pie but also cook the apple pie while it's all cooling on the windowsill she'll go and decapitate a vampire behind the scenes come back cut up the apple pie and serve it to dean and sammy sitting at the kitchen table <laughs> like nothing ever happened <laughs> you know what i mean so she's the ultimate badass but at the same time absolutely motherly so yeah it's a good pick and uh again i'm a huge supernatural fan as well so glad it made the list and, and, and my- it's actually funny because hold on if I'm not mistaken, isn't wait wait wait? Didn't she play Jenny in Forrest Gump, or am I wrong on that part? Holy crap! You might be right. Look that up. I'm gonna talk about Mrs. Gump. Yeah, I'm looking if, it up right now. If yeah, so, talk about that. That was like a unbeknownst six degrees yep. of separation we just had. But I'm gonna talk about <laughs> Mrs. Gump. I mean, played by the always incredible Sally Field. I mean, dude, she did everything. Everything in her power to give Forrest like a normal and fulfilling life, like full of love and opportunities. And we I mean, let's face it, man, Forrest, he was a little bit slow. 
just a, mm-hmm. just a tad, just a tad slow. Well, but I mean, emotionally, physically, he was like running. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he grew up to become one of the most prolific humans in history, and all of her hard work and sacrifices paid off. I mean, the man did everything in the film. It's just too bad she passed away before being able to see any of his accomplishment accomplishments in the film. But you know what? It I still think she was a great mom, and she did everything to try to set him up to have the most opportunities he could. Absolutely, man. She was giving out sexual favors to get him through, co- you know, <laughs> my college through elementary school. <laughs> I love that and it scene. It was Robin Wright. It was Robin Wright who played Jenny, so it wasn't. Mrs. Winchester. Uh, what is it? What is it like, like? A lot of like. Yeah, 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 no, and I, I love that it's like, a, boy, your mama sure cares about your schooling. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, I, another one. She's another mother who has like one-liners up the ass. You know, it's like a box of chocolates forced. Never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> or what was it? Every time her the dad gets brought up, like he's on vacation or something like that. He's on vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and she just know like yeah. No, he's on vacation with his other family and you know and that's completely an, forgot about his crippled son. <laughs> that's another thing to mention. She raised him on her own. Like to become yeah. the man that he became. So I mean, kudos to you, Mrs. Gump. You did a great job. You're a great yep. mom. Number eight. Is there a Mr. Gump, Mrs. Gump? <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. This is all you. Yeah. Actually, because I've never seen the incredible. Are you kidding me? Dude. I haven't. It's one I keep meaning to check out, but I haven't actually seen it. With you, too, being like a superhero guy and a animated oh, film know. guy, check that out, man. Yep. The second one's incredible, too, but I went with Elastigirl. Yeah. Um, yeah. A.K.A. her real, her civilian name, Helen Parr, uh, also known as Mrs. Incredible, from, again, Brian mentioned the animated movie The Incredibles, which is incredible. Um, I mean, it is incredible. She... She does it all, man. She cares for her three literally super children. They all have powers. And she still finds the time to be, you know, a kick-ass wife and partner to Mr. Incredible. All while having time to go out, save the world, and kick ass as a prevalent female superhero. So, I mean, she yeah. she does it all, man. She absolutely does it all. I mean, you know, what husband out there doesn't want an elastic wife? Come on, you're lying <laughs> if you're saying you don't. I know all you husbands out there listening. <laughs> it's funny yeah. they actually that 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 exact uh, joke they allude, <laughs> they allude to in the first film when uh, they first oh, they? <laughs> they first meet each other and she kind of slinks away and Mister Incredible's kind of yeah. like damn. <laughs> it's like you knew what you were writing into there, directors of the Incredibles or writer of the Incredibles. You knew what you were doing. <laughs> so let's talk about we're moving on to number seven here. I'm gonna have to let you take this one. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Stranger Things, Miss Joyce Byers. The, uh, you know, talk about pure will to find your son. See what I did there? See what I did there? Oh. <laughs> um, um, yeah, man. She she was a little, uh, she was a little rough around the edges. But in the end, dude, she did everything and anything she could to find her son who went missing into the upside. She traveled to a parallel universe fought a demogorgon to find her son who she knew wasn't dead and everyone thought she was crazy but in the end 
she just she never stopped she did what it took to find her son and she used christmas lights and you know anything it took to (laughs) contact him and at all at the same time she was like one of the most unique characters in fandom i think to come across so yeah i had to put her on this list yeah it's, it's a good pick too and i mean played by the always fantastic winona Ryder, which she's in a ton of fandoms on her own anyway but well that's the other thing too it was like one of winona Ryder's first characters since i forget what the last thing she did before that was that she actually stood out in you know mm-hmm. never mind something she did she kind of went MIA for a while, but then she came back and did this, and she actually broke out of this role. So, yeah, yeah, it was a great role. And again, she, uh, like you said, it, uh, another another single mom doing everything she can, providing for her two kids, you know, working as much as she can. So, it's, I, I think it's a good pick. Definitely deserves to be on this yep. list. But oh yeah, uh, that being said, we're gonna move on to number six, and this is another mom. That if we're talking fandoms, I mean, this is one of the biggest fandoms out there. One of the oldest fandoms. She oh, had yeah. she had to make this list. The Simpsons. Marge Simpson. I mean, she was not even pretty much. She is the rock in a very emotionally unstable family. I mean, we've, oh, saw, yeah. we've seen her do it all. I mean, 30 years or so of The Simpsons. I mean, she's always there for Homer, who, let's face it, is her lesser half. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and she helps get their family through whatever crisis arises. I mean, that's a testament to her character as both a strong woman and a terrific mom. I mean, there's always crazy shit going on in Springfield, and Marge Simpson always steps up to the plate, and she puts her family first, helps her kids out, helps Homer out. All while, all while rocking that damn perfect haircut. That blue beehive haircut, never letting it falter. <laughs> oh, Homer. <laughs> oh, homie. Oh, homie. <laughs> so, yeah, Marge Simpson at number six. Anything else you want to talk about, Marge? I think, uh, you know, even if you're not into fandom, dude, there's not any anybody out there who doesn't know everything about Marge. So there's not a lot to be said left to be said about her. Yeah, absolutely. Well, number five, Brian. I'm gonna let you take this one, man. This is uh Yes. This is your fan. So um number five, boxer briefs from uh <laughs> DBZ. Oh wait, no, that's Bulma Bulma briefs or yes. boxer briefs. <laughs> no, sorry, I gotta let you take this one. <laughs> so we mentioned this is a consensus ranking, so Brian and I each did our top ten. And it, again, we're up to number five. So I had Bulma briefs up very high on my boxer list. Brief. She was she was top three. <laughs> But Balma is from Dragon Ball Z, again, anime. It's a fandom. Um, it's and a fandom. if you've never seen it, at least know this about Balma. I mean, she is just an intellectual badass. I mean, she was able to tame one of the mightiest warriors in the entire universe in Vegeta. Even when Vegeta pretty much bails on her to go train after he knocks her up and she's pregnant, she's still, you know, she she's like, whatever, it is what it is. She's an excellent mom to her son, Trunks. And at the same time, she still pursues all of her scientific studies, which, dude, I mean, helps her uh, save the Earth multiple times. 
So hold on, just to read. I I know what you're getting at now. From boxer briefs from Dragon Ball Z from the universe vagina and her sung trunks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there's Bulma briefs and box. uh, Yeah, now you get me saying boxer briefs, but yeah, it's all it's all their entire family is different forms of like pants and briefs. So God, that's awesome. (laughs) They do that a lot with all of the um. Pretty much all of the Saiyans in the show are all kind yeah. of uh, different vegetables. So Vegeta okay. himself, vegetable, uh, Raditz being a radish. It goes on. But in any case, Balma, okay, got you. Yep. Balma deserves to be on this list. She's a great mom. Um, and even over time, you know, with her still being a complete badass, uh, she was able to soften Vegeta, which everyone thought was fucking impossible, turns him into a family man. They end up. They actually end up having another kid in DB Super. So, yeah, Bulma Briefs at number five. I think she deserves to be there. Hell yeah, I'm on board with it. But uh, this one. Now this we're next one. Now, now we're up we're to talk, uh, talk about. D- I gotta get. Yeah. I gotta drop something here quick for this one, Brian. Talk about it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> you know, you, you know the drop I just had to use. Yes, sir. Number four, Miss Pamela Voorhees. Make them remember. Make them remember, Jason. (laughs) So good. I mean, talk about mothers who will do anything for their sons, even after he dies. She goes out, does a little hacking, does a little slashing. She not only makes them pay, but makes sure her son remembers that these motherfuckers let him drown you know weren't it wasn't being watched and she just went all hack and slash on these bastards and and some people listening might say it's it's a bit of an unconventional pick but dude i mean she talk about motherly instinct to go and like avenge your son i mean she oh yeah she laid waste to camp crystal lake and if mass revenge murder isn't true mom material brian i don't know what is Absolutely. I bet you none of you moms listening lost your head for your son because <laughs> Pamela Voorhees did. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jason came back. That's what she did for her son. And then Jason spent, I want to say, 10 movies we're at now avenging his mother's death. So that's a true mother-son relationship right there. <laughs> Still one of my favorite moments in the original Scream. Who is the killer in Friday the 13th? Jason! Jason! Yeah. Now it's Jason's Jason, Jason. mother! Yeah, Pamela Voorhees was the original Friday the Thirteenth. Yep, best moment in Scream, absolutely. Well, so yeah, Pamela Voorhees, dude. You have when you're talking about mums and fandom and Mother's Day, she has to come up, no doubt about it. With the little heart emoji, <laughs> <laughs> and then a stab emoji, yes. and then a blood emoji. <laughs> well, we're into the top three, and this was interesting because again, we did these lists unbeknownst to each other it's a consensus and then so we take the picks we merge them together it's an average and i found it funny that um it was it was actually more similar than i thought it was going to be and we actually had two uh, two out of these three picks i wasn't sure would make the top three but they both did so let's start it off with one of those and they're thematically they're similar aunt may man aunt may she may be an aunt but dude she was more motherly than half the people on this list. Yeah. You know? So Aunt May... Took and, on, oh, go ahead. 
yeah, took on Raisin Peter after his parents died and still didn't even falter after losing her husband, Mr. Uncle Ben himself. Yeah, and I mean, that that's also a theme on this list, too. I mean, we have a lot of women that have either through whatever circumstances have lost their, uh, whether it's the husband or their partner or this or that. So you have a lot of women that are still raising these incredible children, protecting them, you know, solo, which I mean, that's a, yeah. you know, a lot of, a lot of people out there um, are in those situations as well. And, you know, there's nothing more motherly than motherly than, you know, stepping up and doing what you need to do. And that's what aunt may did. You know, she took Peter and again, depending on what storyline or what canon you're looking at, whether she does know he's Spider-Man or not. And I'm still, even the ones that she she claims she doesn't know, I'm still convinced yeah. that she does deep down. But absolutely, yep. she always gives him advice, stares him in the right direction, and that has a huge impact on Peter becoming the hero, becoming the best Spider-Man that he could be, all because of Aunt May. Yeah, and I mean, we got her at number three on the list. But if you're talking about the Far From Home Aunt May, I think we can pop her up to number two, if you, if you know what I'm saying. Well, speak, <laughs> speaking of pop-ups, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. I got Taylor behind me. She's got her headphone off listening. <laughs> I knew she was. <laughs> oh, oh, Aunt May. Oh, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, Aunt May, man, she had to be in my top three because, like I said, she may be an aunt, but she was more motherly than half the mothers out there. So, and it's it's such a that's a good thing to touch on too because you know being a a quote unquote mom has nothing to do with blood. I mean, it's it's all to do with you know that that motherly instinct and being there, and you know yep. a lot of everyone in this top ten list has that. Um, not the least of which, again, Pamela Voorhees. <laughs> I love that she's in this yeah. list, man. That's amazing. <laughs> she has to be, dude. You'll never get me to put a motherly list on there without Miss Pamela. <laughs> and well, if I met her, I'd be like, hello, Miss Pamela. How you doing, Miss Pamela? You know? <laughs> well, we had Atme at number three. Let's move up to number two. Speaking of, speaking of absolute badasses... Oh, yeah. There's no way this mom couldn't make the list, man. Well, it's all about which version of her you're talking about, too. But, yeah. Even the first version. Even the, I, in my opinion, all the versions. Because, well, let's well, let's get into it. Yeah. You, you kick this off, Brian. Talk about it. Sarah Connor from Terminator. Where is your son? I, I am looking for John Connor. Yeah, man, from the first and second Terminator personally for me. And then even in, um, the newest one. Oh uh, yeah. The newest one. What's it called? Dark fate. She was a fucking badass too. But if you're talking about Amelia Clark, Sarah Connor, <laughs> it, honestly, dude, ew. Um, but when you're talking about, uh, who plays her? Oh my God. Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor, one of the most badass mothers in fandom. Absolutely. She literally dropped her entire life to do everything to protect John Connor and the future of humanity, of course. But yeah, absolute total badass yeah. on this list. And I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because I mean you look at T one where she was she was happy. She was innocent. She was a waitress. I mean, she yep. was doing her own thing and then you know, all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom, 
uh, her whole life gets turned upside down. You know, it, many other people would just bail on everything and cry in a corner. She didn't. She stepped it up, and she realized yep. that she, the fate of humanity rests on her protecting her son, which, let's face it, she's going to protect John anyway, but she has all that extra yeah. stress of, if I let anything happen to my son, the world is doomed. And yeah. most, so, like, most people would crack. Yeah, talk about exactly. T2. Yeah, T2 comes around, arguably the best sequel ever, better than the first Terminator. 100%. And she turns all doomsday prepper, and she's like, I got to get my guns. I got to get my son. I got to save the goddamn world from termination. Land, lands herself in a psych and, ward. <laughs> yeah, she lands herself in a psych ward. She gets broken out by the Terminator and her son. She just full-on fucking butch mode, and that's when she becomes like, ultimate Sarah Connor, you know? And I will... Um, yeah, so obviously T2 Sarah Connor is my favorite. And I'll give a quick plug to uh, Lena Headey in the Sarah Connor Chronicles, the TV show, which actually was pretty mm. damn good. Um, it had only, I believe it was two seasons before it was canceled. Uh, I think it was on Fox. Lena with, Headey? Yeah, Cersei. I thought Summer Glau played her. No, Summer Glau was the Terminator. In that show. Oh, okay. But Lena, oh, Lena right. Headey was actually uh, was Sarah Connor, and she did a fantastic job keeping that badass persona. And yep. you know, you got to see again her teaching pretty much anything that she could do, any sacrifices she could make on her own that would make John Connor stronger or more likely to be able to live. She did. She didn't care. Anything she had to do to, yeah. to provide for her son, she did it. And to me, that's like Mom 101. So, yeah, she deserves to be on this list. Absolutely. But that being said, we're at number one, which... Number one. Which, it maybe it's a surprise for some. It's It actually wasn't a surprise for me, considering our comic book background, but yeah. how, how can Martha Kent not be at number one? Yeah, dude, if you're talking about fandom, I mean... I don't think it could really be a surprise at all. Even for people, fan of like movies or TV shows, if you're talking about Smallville, the TV show, if you're talking about Man of Steel, the movie, or even the original Superman movies, like the animated how series. How can you not? Yeah. Martha, why'd you say that name? <laughs> Martha! You know, like, she has become a staple in all things fandom. It, you're talking about a woman with, you know, Pocket, who saw a goddamn spacecraft crash in the middle of her farm saw this little dirty space alien crawl out of the ship and <laughs> instantly wasn't like ah you know she was like oh come here honey we're gonna feed you and clothe you and then she he started like cutting people cutting things up with laser eyes and started throwing fucking farm doors across the fucking world and she was just like here's some more milk honey you know <laughs> he's had <laughs> enough milk put the milk down yeah <laughs> <laughs> so she's a damn saint in my book. That's all I know. Yeah, and, and that that to me is why I had to put her at my number one because when I when I honestly thought about it, you know, if if Clark Kent, Superman as we know him, as everyone in the world know him knows him, I don't care if you're into comic books, superheroes, or whatever, everybody knows who Superman is. So yeah. if Superman, baby Superman, baby Clark Kent, if he had landed I don't want to say anywhere else, but he could have landed anywhere. He could have landed in the hands of some assholes that mm -hmm. literally turned him, you know, into the destructor of the planet. Instead, he, he landed in the loving arms of Ma and Pa Kent, 
especially Martha Kent. She nurtured him, turned him into, you know, you want to call him the Boy Scout, but he became a beacon of justice and goodness that if he had gone anywhere else, that may not have happened. So in fandom-wise, I think Martha Kent may be the most important mom ever out of anything. Yep. I mean, and I'll get off my soapbox and let you talk about Red, it. Look at Superman Red Sun yes. where he lands in fucking Soviet Russia. Union. Yeah, instead, Soviet Union. Yeah, instead of um, Kansas. And then if you want to see what can happen if Superman doesn't get raised right, watch the movie Brightburn yes. where he turns into a fucking serial killer. Yeah, you want to see something really messed up, watch that movie. <laughs> Honestly, have you seen that at all? I haven't. I've seen, um, obviously, I've seen the trailers and I've read about it. I, I know it exactly what you just gets, described. Dude, it gets gruesome. Like, if you want to see what can happen if Superman goes bad, like really bad, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check it out. So, that yeah, concept's cool. That'll that'll really show you how good Martha Kent was to Superman and what could happen if she wasn't. So, ultimate mom, number one, Martha Kent, right there. Yeah. All right, let's go back top 10. We'll recap. Uh, we had Elaine Miller again from Almost Famous at 10. Number nine was a tie between Mary Winchester from Supernatural and Mrs. Gump from Forrest Gump. Number eight, Elastigirl from The Incredibles. Uh, number seven was Joyce Byers from Stranger Things. Number six, Marge Simpson. Uh, number five, Bulma Briefs from Dragon Ball Z. I'm glad that gave you a laugh, Brian. Uh, number four, Pamela Voorhees from Friday the 13th. Uh, number three, Aunt May from Spider-Man. Number two, Sarah Connor, the Terminator. And... Number one, again, Martha Kent from Superman. But we do have a couple quick honorable mentions before we sign off. And, I mean, there are even many more amazing fictional moms out there. And yeah. for as many amazing fictional moms, there are even more amazing, you know, real-life moms out there. My mom being one of them. You know, Mom, I love you. Happy Mother's Day. My wife, Nicole, happy Mother's Day. Uh, my sister, absolutely, Lindsay. Again, Happy Mother's Day. I'm sure you've got many as well, Brian. If you want to give a quick shout out, I love out. you, mom. <laughs> I love you, mommy. <laughs> Mama, <laughs> Mama, I love you, mom. So let's talk about our honorable mentions before we sign off. So we've got Morticia Adams, obviously from the Adams family. Mm. I'm still trying to convince Nicole to cosplay as her. I think she could yeah. fucking nail it. Definitely, dude. I could see that. I really do. I'm gonna try to do that one time. I gotta, I gotta brush Hell up the. Yeah. See if I can do my Gomez. I'd have to get that mustache. I mean, yeah, Ginger Gomez. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Irish Gomez. So, yeah. Morticia Adams. You can do this one too. Uh, Rusty, Rusty De Dennis. Rusty Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> um, from Mask, dude. That's an old movie. Honestly, Share. I had this one on there because. I love that movie. I just remember seeing it when I was a kid, and she was like this, like biker or drug addict, but she always stood up for her kid, and it was like I don't know, it was funny, but I love that movie. Yeah, it's one of Cher's best roles. Um, yep, definitely. Talking badass moms. Got to talk about Beatrix Kiddo, Kill Bill, mm -hmm. The Bride, Kill Bill. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping this next pick that I had in the honorable mentions actually made our top ten, but it unfortunately it didn't. But <laughs> yeah. this was yours. Talk about it. <laughs> I mean, you want to get personal about moms on this list. You have to go with the original MILF, 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 MILF. 
Stifler, dude, Stifler's mom. We wouldn't have had Pornhub and Milf <laughs> category without American Stifler's Pie. Stifler's mom has got it going on. So, yeah, it uh, has to be an honorable mention at least. <laughs> uh, and then a little bit OG, but obviously Mrs. Brady from the Brady Bunch. I mean, she's raising a lot, a lot of kids there. A lot and then of kids, yeah. Also, uh, Shirley... Her. Shirley Partridge from the Partridge family, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that was always, I don't want to say a dream of mine, but I, 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 as a musician, I mean, what would be better than growing up and having your entire family be musicians? Every day is a jam yeah, session. Right. Pretty cool. So they yeah. had a cool kind of family dynamic going. Uh, and this is another one that this uh, was in my top 10. It didn't quite make the list, but Ellen Ripley, dude, from Alien. Yes. Alan mm-hmm. Ripley. And I mean, again, not a mom in the traditional sense, but again, we already mentioned mom. Mom Being a mom has nothing to do with blood. Uh, she was a mom to Newt, 100%. And, oh, yeah. You know, I, I think Ripley... She fought off the original Xenomorph to protect her. She's absolutely a mom. And I didn't put her on my list but because she was like an afterthought for me. But yeah, she absolutely belongs on here. Uh, and then, you know, speaking of, uh, well, geez, Molly Weasley, man. Molly <clears throat> Weasley, again, from Harry Potter, Ron's mom, and pretty much 87 <clears throat> other gil- ginger children's mom. Yeah. But she's Talk like, she, a lot of kids, right? she's the every mom, man. In that universe, if there's a redhead out in the world, there's a good chance it's a Weasley. <laughs> Right, and she's oh the Weasley children. But she's great. I mean, again, that we mentioned the Weasleys. Again, huge family. Um, and again, their money's tight with them. You know, they but they she's loving. Um, she protects yep. her children and great mom. Uh, also, she gives it her all. She does. And the last note I had here was uh, Kitty Foreman, which I <laughs> 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 from that '70s show. <laughs> A great, just an absolute great, talk about like polar opposites or opposites of tracks. You had Red Foreman, you know, you dumbass, jackass. And then Kitty Foreman, who's just always bubbly, laughing. Um, Great mom. Absolute great Mm -hmm. mom. Anybody else we haven't mentioned, Ryan? got high on that 70s show. (laughs) The only other one, (laughs) the only other one, dude, I like just popped into my head. Mrs. Matthews from Boy Meets World. I mean, come on, talk about a rock in the family. Yeah, always keeping, always keeping Alan Matthews and Corey Matthews in line. Always keeping fucking uh, Sean Hunter. I mean, off yeah, the you streets could, and fed. Yeah, I I thought about a lot of those too, especially those classic '90s. Like, you know, even though you go back and look at like mix, uh, Mrs. Huck, uh, Huxtable from the Cosby yeah. Show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the list the list goes on. So many terrific fictional oh, yeah. moms, but. Yeah, again, I think that about wraps it up, Brian. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, all. Again, happy Mother's Day. We hope you're enjoying make it. Sure all you li- make sure all you little shit kids get you some flowers and chocolates <laughs> and cards. And, you know, if they don't, give them a good belt across the ass. <laughs> Go Sarah Connor on their ass. Yeah, right. But, yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, again, more fandom-related fun stuff at random. I'm Ed. I'm Brian. And we're out. Later. Later.